Oh, just amazing. This child, I I would trust this child with my life. I, oh, honestly, in another in another world, I'd be like, do you want to be best mate? Hello and welcome to Tea with the Morale Queen with me, your Morale Queen, Millie Armstrong-Clark. This is a show where we give you a big slice of morale pie washed down with a hot cup of tea to see you through the week. My guest this week is primary school teacher and stand-up comedian Sadie Berry. She's here to tell me what it's been like to go into school during lockdown and how she's been coping at home with the hobbies she's developed. So here we are, Sadie. Welcome to the show, Sadie Berry. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, so it's a bit miserable today, but it's not so bad. You can sit in with a brew on days like this. You don't feel guilty. Well, you always sat with a brew by the sounds of it, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> in, out, <laughs> always wherever. Always sat with a brew. <laughs> yeah. Have you got a cup of tea at the ready? I've got... Is coffee allowed? I know you're big on oh, tea, yeah, but... It, yeah, I'll, I'll allow it. It's posh. Yeah. Posh coffee. It, oh, is it one of them yeah. little um, machines where you put a pod in? And... It's um one of those, uh, you know, like the silver, like a silver kettle, what they're called. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I'm nice. a bit of a coffee snob. Oh yeah. yeah, oh I don't, oh, somebody messaged me after this and was like, you slagged off coffee, I didn't mean to, <laughs> but <laughs> I do like coffee, it is, I do really like it, just, I'd say like for every hundred cups of tea I have one coffee, it's, uh, but it's decent, mm. how do you have it, do you have sugar? No, no, Um, just a dash of milk, because I'm trying, I'm trying to, I wish I could drink it black, because then Oh it, yeah, you know. Then there'd be no, um, you know, one of the fat clubs that exists in the world. <laughs> I don't know if we can say it or not, but <laughs> milk is either a healthy extra or sinned. Um, ah, uh, yeah. And I just wish I could get through it black and save my sins for more important things like chocolate. But no, I have to have a dash of milk. Um, just a dash, just a dash. You having, you're not having any uh, biscuit then you're on a healthy eating scheme. Well, I was thinking before we um before we started this today, when I was getting ready before, um, I thought, oh, I don't I don't have any chocolate. And then I remembered <laughs> my emergency kinder sticks that are in my desk. So <laughs> for when I have a mental breakdown or something, that I've got them on hand. Yeah. Not that we're gonna have a mental breakdown doing this, but yeah. I was like, oh, I hope I'm not. Just... <laughs> yeah. Depends on how you push me. Um yeah. So I got my uh, emergency kinder sticks out and I, <laughs> I've i never done a podcast before so I've got it like unwrapped so it doesn't crinkle too much. Oh god, so I'm not, not going <laughs> to hear rustling. <laughs> I know what you mean, like I had a panic because we ran out of chocolate and then I found um, a Kit Kat in one of my pockets of, my, oh, of a coat and that one in about two months. It's a, I love finding chocolate that you forget about. Yeah, it's special. It makes you feel like, oh. Everything's gonna be okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a sign, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Well that's it is. good. So you've have you who are you hiding your kinder from? You've got a housemate, haven't you? Uh yeah, well I live with my sister. Um ah. yeah, and she she's got this idea that I hide chocolate like all over the place, which is not true. It's literally just here in my desk, just <laughs> I'm feeling like, oh dear God. Because I'm I I think cigarette, um, I think chocolates 
I like cigarettes for me. If I don't have chocolate for a few days, I start getting yes. a bit irritable, a bit I feel like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I get hangry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So you're training to be a primary school teacher, is that I right? I am. I am, yeah. That's why the emergency chocolate's in the desk. Ah, uh, yeah. Because sometimes I just think, wow, I don't know if I can do this. But it's good. No, it's going <laughs> all right. Um, obviously, in the light of the current situation, um, we're not, well, I'm not in school. Um, the school that I'm at, we've been doing like a rotor um, and teachers going in for a week to look after the key worker children that are in um ah. but there's not there's not many in when it was my week a couple of weeks ago um there was just three three siblings in actually which made it easier in terms of social distancing because they oh, obviously didn't need social distance but it's really yeah. surreal because you're in the middle of you're in this kind of limbo where you're not teaching but you're not like the childminder so you're in the middle uh, so you what you, did you do well we did a lot of um origami hearts because that's been Aww. my um yeah that's been my little um corona new thing to learn is uh origami i've not got very far but um i've done i've done several hummingbirds lots of hearts a couple of dogs an otter that was hard and wow, then, that sounds yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, that was tricky. And then I did a koala yesterday, which is supposed to be a bookmark, but it's very big. So I've just, <laughs> I just pinned it up. It's really cute, um, but it's too big Aww. to be a bookmark. But yeah, it's so cute. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like so that. that with the kids, um, there was there was some bread baking as well uh, and eating bread. Uh, yeah, Ooh. and it, there was just a little bit That's... where I had to say, like, I know... I know this isn't normal school, but when the te- we're still teachers, and when we say no, we mean no. Do you know what I mean? And it, you know, it was like, oh, I have to be, I have to be that guy. You know, I, I need to make sure you're happy all day, but you also need to, you know, do what we say. So yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Yeah. I think it's weird when you get those moments where you're like, I have to be the adult in this situation yeah oh, it just feels strange yeah like my breakthrough moment was um when I was not very old I was only like 21 I think and um I worked in a shop and I had have you seen that um silly like crazy foam stuff you can get in the bath oh, where it's yeah. like soap and it like it goes massive and it oh. takes over the bath it's really cool. Well, we had it. some of that in the shop and you could try it. You, you, they had like a tester one you could put on your hand and obviously you're only meant to put a squirt on just to be like, oh, right, that's what it looks like. And these girls came in and they were about, I don't know, 15 and they came in and they were like messing about with it. And I went to the, <laughs> I heard them messing about and I was the only one working at the time because it was really quiet. Went to the back of the shop and they had this foam everywhere, all over themselves, all over the floor. And I was like, put that back and get out. And I was like, oh, I can't believe I just did that. And in my head, I was like, trying not to laugh. And then they were like, you got told off by the lady. I told you not to. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm the lady. I'm in charge. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's weird because in your head, you're like, God, I'm not an adult. Why am I doing this? Yeah. Can I join in, please? but <laughs> yeah. you're not getting paid to do that yeah uh, I remember um 
similar, yeah, that that moment where you have to step up. Um, I used to, I used to, um, oh, weird tenement. I used to live in a pub that I was managing um, at the beginning of at the beginning of my twenties. I was too young to be doing what I was doing. Um, I think I was about twenty three, twenty four, and um, yeah, there was one night, and this this lady. She she she'd done she'd demolished a few bottles of prosecco, and um, <laughs> I you know I was like right okay let's let's stop you there, and um, I just said what oh, what what was it I, I said like you know no no more for you love I knew I knew her and everything <laughs> she was a regular and she was lovely and and this and she just um, she just yelled at me across the bar she was like stood on the other side and I was behind serving somebody else. And she just yelled at me and I just turned to her and I just went, do not talk to me like that. <laughs> and she just shut up and I was like, yeah, that's my bitch. Um, but yeah, and you're like, you're like, she's shaking after, aren't you? And stuff and you're like, oh my God, is everything okay? But really, it's, it's fun. Yeah, I know because when, when you're in the situation where you're getting told off, you're like, you think the other person's in charge. And then when you're in charge, you're like, oh, I'm not in charge. No, yeah. It's weird. It's weird. It? Yeah. I can't even imagine being a, um, a primary school teacher. Oh. But it's fun, though. Is it fun? Oh, it's not, not at the fun. moment, maybe. But no, usually, usually, yeah, usually it's um, it's fun when like, oh, what was it the other when when the kids um, when you when you trying to explain something, and they'll put the hand up and you'll you'll make the call whether or not to, you know, say hands down at the minute, let me explain, or whether you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whether you take the gamble on whether or not what the child wants to share is going to be relevant because it might be uh, so you don't want to you know you don't want to say everybody be quiet don't speak don't contribute you know that's not yeah, helpful yeah but then you take that risk and sometimes they might just literally come out with um yeah my granddad died and you're like oh oh but we're doing we're doing division we're doing division why why are you telling me that now why are you telling the whole class that <laughs> and then that happened once and this little guy was we were talking about somewhere specific in the local area and he said yeah my granddad's buried there and I was like oh did he, did he die and then but then he went no and I was like <laughs> right so, so you, you buried your granddad alive did you up there okay uh we'll have to talk about this after <laughs> put your hand down for now <laughs> yeah, they have to know what to take seriously because they could tell you something oh. very serious you'd be like I don't know if they're making that up yeah yeah and they do sort of just say whatever don't they they just oh, talk yeah. about anything or they come up um, and they'll have a really big problem but obviously it's big to them but then you're like oh. yeah but then yeah. you're like hun in 20 years believe me <laughs> you will wish you still had that same problem <laughs> it's cute we've got a problem at the minute where um we've got this one pupil and this pupil is wonderful and several other pupils follow this pupil around at playtime at lunch there's falling out there's tears over who sits next to this pupil at lunch and what? yeah and it's it's just 
you know, it's just so sweet on one hand. And this poor pupil were putting the other pupils on sort of a rotor system. You sit, you, <laughs> you, know, you sit next to that pupil on Mondays and Thursdays. Then you sit next to that pupil on Tuesdays and Fridays. And the thing oh is, God. is they've got memories like elephants. So they'll yeah. they'll come and they'll kick off and they'll be like, yeah, but it's Tuesday, it's my turn. And you're like, oh, my oh. God, please, please forget. Please forget. Yeah, but it's Friday, it's my turn. <laughs> What's so special about this kid? Well, uh, it's, so, oh, it's so hard to be like, I'm thinking, I'm conscious of how I'm explaining it all the time because I don't want to give any, you know, <laughs> yeah, to what, what, it, um, is it the it, person, well, are they just an amazing person or oh, what? Oh, just amazing. This child, I, I would trust this child with my life. This child, <laughs> oh, honestly, in another, in another world, I'd be like, do you want to be best mates? Because... <laughs> You're so chill. <laughs> How old? Like, what age range are we talking? We're, we're talking six to seven. Six to seven. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I can't be friends with that child at the moment. Hey, like, do you want to? Do you want to go for a socially distanced walk? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am, I am. What, what, like, can you give me any examples without giving anything away about the kid? Um, What's so good. So they're super chill, um, and every time <laughs> because. Because we've had we've had this um, situation, this this popularity situation going on for quite a few months. Um, I it was it was getting a bit much one week, so I sat the children down. I said, right, I said, look, because just jumping back, this the the really chill, cool child. There was one week where they wanted one of the other children to just stay away they, they weren't into it that week they were they were getting brassed <laughs> off and i don't blame them so I, I sat all the children down i was like right okay children so um you've all got the right to friendship and playing and relaxation and but sometimes sometimes you might you just might not want to play with with certain people and that's okay because if you don't want to play with someone just kindly say I don't feel like playing with you today. So that all, and there's like blah, 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 a bit more to it and all that. And then this, this whole scenario basically happened again. And the popular child literally said to me word for word what I had said the previous week. And this child said to me, well, I explained that, you know, you're a good person, but I just don't feel like playing with you today. And, and I was like, you absolute legend. You've got it all sorted. You, you're you okay. You're going to do fine in life. And this, yes, and this, this child's just chill, kind, remembers stuff like that, really, like, listens and takes on board those bigger lessons other than, you know, like, division and things like that mentioned, you know, like, Aww. life lessons. And you just think, man, you're going to turn into such a cool person. You know, yeah. just a kind, cool person. So, oh, yeah. tell you what, that was the opposite of me. What as a kid? I was... <laughs> yeah, I wasn't the one that wanted to sit next to. Oh man, we were just on the edges <laughs> of the book. We were eating no, soil. I, was like, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't like horrible or anything. I just, I definitely wouldn't have been the one they were fighting over sitting next to. No way, would you? 
no no in fact there was what there were oh my god there was there was i remember one day at primary school where my best friend at the time sat down next to me in the lunch hall and she ordered exactly the same meal as me and i got up and walked away <laughs> i was like stop copying me for god's sake and i just and i just left and just put my dinner tray on the side so no no i was if anything repelling people to sit next to me but, oh um, yeah. did you it's a big to... deal at the time though isn't it big deal. like oh, we were saying yeah oh disaster one time um i was in maybe about um, five or six and um like age five or six and um <laughs> not yeah five or six and uh this um you know green beans for dinner yeah. I remember having some of them and me and my friend opening them up and putting them on the table and giving them all names all these beans are like a bean family oh. and I, I ate my dinner obviously because I love food but I was kept some beans to like be my friends and <laughs> the dinner lady came over and kicked right off she was not having any of it she told me to stop playing with my food I was really upset oh. so that's what sort of kid I was oh. <laughs> naming my beans naming my beans <laughs> Beans are friends. Did you sort of <laughs> sneak any into your pockets and keep them and like top them a little bit? Oh, I should have done. Day? I think I was too ashamed. Yeah. But I used to. Did you ever watch um, The Queen's Nose? Oh my God. <laughs> did I? That was a right show. <gasps> that, yeah. What What about that? Did you? Um. Well, they had a. There was a. If anyone's not seen it, they had like a 50p, didn't they? And they rubbed the Queen's nose and they made a wish and then things happened. Yeah. Um, so I thought that all 50p's were magic and I took one into school, had it in my pocket and then, you know, when you're in assembly and you're on a wooden floor, I got it out of my pocket, showed my mate like, hey, I've got the Queen's nose and as I got it out, I dropped it and it made a massive bang oh. and the teacher looked at me and took it off me for the rest of the day and I was so upset. Oh. It was awful. So you were like one of those sweet children that it was it was bad timing for you, wasn't it? You were never yeah. You were never being a yeah. It wasn't bad. No, it was just no. bad timing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's so sweet. So sweet. That was basically yeah. Oh, no. And I used to get told off for laughing as well. <laughs> that's not my fault. Nah. Anyway, yeah. I've got the last laugh now because I can I exactly. can laugh as much as I want. So. Exactly there you go <laughs> but um i bet you are a really cool um primary teacher oh why'd you say that go on go on boost my ego i don't think i am <laughs> people are like well, yeah nah <laughs> go on have any met you once in a toilet <laughs> oh yeah in the toilets i was gonna say it's a bit <laughs> creepy meeting someone in some toilets but <laughs> i don't do that often well, actually, do you ever um, when you're when you're on an I hardly go on nights out now. It's obviously a cat at the minute, but in general, I'm getting on a bit now. Don't really go on nights out, but you know when you're back in the day when you're out out and then you're in the uh, toilets, you make friends with people, don't you? Oh, it's special. It's so special. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was stone cold sober when I met you in the toilet. <laughs> um, <laughs> just for the I feel like I need to explain this for the listeners yeah but um, yeah so I went so because <laughs> it sounds really creepy I, um, 
<laughs> I went to do a gig in Huddersfield in the parish, if anyone's ever been there. It's a pretty cool um, venue, um, a stand-up comedy gig. And then you were in the audience, because you've done a bit of stand-up before, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you were just in the audience that night where you were performing. But um, there were, in the toilets, there was like a massive um, Pennywise, you know, it, uh, the off the film It. There's like a big painting, isn't there? Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm going to get a sneaky selfie of this before I head home. And then you and your mates came in and I was like, oh, no, I feel like <laughs> I've been caught doing something weird. Weird. And then we got chatting. So I don't usually meet people in toilets in as a rule. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> just so everyone knows. Yeah. I don't just go up to people in toilets and be like, Do you want to be on my podcast? <laughs> That's not how I roll. And then I I um we left the pub, didn't we? And then you just kept following us. It was and you wouldn't leave us until we said yes to the podcast. Oh, it was horrendous. No, I'm just <laughs> No, it, and it like was that. awkward because uh, I I left you left out of one door and I left out the other door, but because I'm really bad with directions, I didn't know where I was going. And then I bumped into one of the girls that you were with and I was like, oh, no, it does look like I'm following her. But I wasn't. Oh, I did you? You bumped <laughs> into him. Oh, so, yeah, right, because one friend left before us. Yeah, oh, that's funny. Yeah, I was just, I'm terrible with directions. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, then when I go, if I go in a pub one door and then I leave out another door, or not just a pub anywhere, I'm like, ah, I don't know where I am. Yeah, yeah. It's confusing, but <laughs> but um, <laughs> so how how much um, oh, how man. many stand up gigs have you done before? Um, 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 I've got a little book here. I can tell you. I've got <laughs> one. Oh no, I've only done seven. How cute's that? Oh, I've not done many. I've only done about 18, so... 18? Oh, I'm still a newbie as well. Yeah. It all started... um, Well, I did what? I did did a course um, in winter 2018, and we did the graduation show for that, and then I didn't do anything for another year, and then I had just a little flurry of gigs at the end of 2019, and then I was like, oh, this is, you know, I'm heading nicely towards double figures. And then Corona. Um, so, Aww, yeah, no, so yeah, I haven't done any gigs. I haven't done any gigs in 2020. I had two lined up, but they got um, postponed slash cancelled. Have you done any in 2020? Uh, yeah, I've done. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you know what? I don't even know. I think, ah. that, I think that was February, I think. Was it? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm losing track of time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I've right. done a few this year, but then yeah, I had right. some cancelled, which I was really gutted about. And then I realised literally everything everywhere is cancelled. Yeah. But um. Yeah. I I really enjoy doing them. Do you? Very much. More than I. More than I thought. Or maybe maybe not more than I thought, but I don't get as nervous as I thought I would um no oh, really that's good yeah that's quite exciting but do you ever um do you ever video yourself and watch yourself back yeah just because at the first it was horrendous and I was cringing like mad but mm. it really helps I think with 
just because you might think you've said something really bad and then you watch it back and you're like oh that actually worked or the opposite way around it might not work but yeah I think it helps do you yeah very much and I don't realize sometimes how I miss out little bits and I think I've said oh that. yeah so I think I don't know if it's my mouth moving faster than my brain or vice versa so I'll watch it back and I have noticed a little pattern in like, oh, you've moved on and you've got a laugh, but you actually missed out a little detail, which would have yeah helped all that. So that's something I was, you know, like looking forward to working on. But Oh, yeah. And you can only learn from doing it, can't you? It's one of them things you just have to go for it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. I got um, one of the gigs I did was, at the end of last year, it was on my birthday. Um, it was on the 28th of November. And it was oh. at Saltair Brewery. And I, the gent who was emceeing and put the night on was the teacher from the course that I'd done in 2018. And oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's really cool. Um, and my friend and I, who my friend who I'd also met on the course, we... Um, we went to this gig at Saltair Brewery and um, the guy I'm seeing, he's, oh, he's called Silky. I don't need to hide his name because this is good that we're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, I've heard of him, yeah. Yeah, um, so it was Silky and Silky said to me um, at about 20 past eight, oh, you're running the second half. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. And then I thought, hang on a minute. And I looked at my friend Simon. I said, he's not joking, is he? And he looked at me and he went, no and I was like what like what why why am I on like I've, I don't have any I didn't have my guitar because I finished my set with a little song on guitar I was like I don't have a guitar uh, I don't have my set list I'm like oh you mean you mean you'd gone to watch I'd gone to watch yeah sorry I'd gone oh to watch. so you hadn't gone to perform oh no, right no. oh gosh um, there we go I'm missing out another crucial detail um <laughs> 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 Um, oh man I do it with my boyfriend all the time and he's like what are you talking about and I'll have 50% oh, of I do that yeah it's a nightmare um yeah, yeah I'll do so, that I'll be thinking something and I'll just say something out of context yeah I know I do it all the time all the time yeah <laughs> and you're like god why doesn't anyone understand me and it's like because <laughs> we're not explaining anything um yeah so we yeah. went to the gig as a um for audience participation um and yes yeah, so still at 20 past eight it's like you're on in the second half and I'm like oh my god um <laughs> so and I just I just turned to him I was like uh, right okay um can I can I borrow your guitar he was like yeah of course you can so um got up um made a few gags about the guy the doorman owing me 10 pound um only you know because <laughs> I only got told I was doing it at 20 past eight, this, that, and the other. Um, but the headline of that night actually said, you know, with this job, you just have to practice as, as you're doing it. Um, but that's yeah. really cool. Um, I have kind of forgotten why I was telling you this. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah no, no idea. No idea. But I will say, um, the guitar was beautiful. And... Um, for, oh, this is this is just this. Have you ever had like, have you ever been nervous about something after it happened, which doesn't really make any sense? 
Mm, I can't think, actually. It's a bit of an odd one, but I said to Silky, um, I said, thanks so much for letting me play your guitar. It's absolutely gorgeous, really gorgeous. And he went, yeah, yeah. Um, It was uh, handmade in Kent, cost four grand. And I was like, oh, yeah. I don't ever want to touch that again now because (laughs) if I drop that, well, there's nothing I can do about it. I can't pay for a new one. Um, Blimey, gosh. uh, Are you quite musical then? um, I've played cello since I was eight um, and I play drums. But I wouldn't. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's fun. Um, I've not done much drumming for a while. Um, I play in a local orchestra, but we've not done anything, obviously, for months. Um, but I don't yeah. have to be a guitarist. I just kind of do that for like singing songs. Um, but I do need to put a bit more effort into that, really, because I think there's only so much. There's only so crap you can be before it's. it's like just learn your instrument woman um i think it's really good when comedians like bring the guitar out though sort of adds something to it doesn't it yeah 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 i'm terrible i had piano lessons for years and i still can't play anything i'm just i'm just not coordinated my hands just don't work together i bet you're not happening i bet you're better than what you're letting on Mm, i'm not (laughs) <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I, I, I admire people that can yeah I admire piano's the hardest one I think <clears throat> people think it's drums because you've got like four different things going on oh but yeah with piano you've arguably got ten haven't you so I think it's way harder oh yeah yeah that's true yeah yeah when um when I emailed you to ask anything you wanted me to mention you said one of the things you said which I've been dying to ask you what is an Australian moth story slam? You said you won a story slam. What is that? Oh, this is the best thing, man. This is this is so nice. So, um, in 2017, I came across this podcast uh, called The Moth. I, I can't remember how I came across it. I think... Someone mentioned it in a magazine I was reading, I vaguely recall. And I thought, I'll oh, check it out. And it's a um, it's a storytelling podcast which stems from America. And this sort of, oh, I guess we'll call it a company, the, the Moth, this company, yeah. does different things to do with telling stories. So there's they do... They work with schools, they work with youth groups, they put on storytelling events such as the story slams, which I mentioned to you. And um, and then all these different stories, the way they come about, some get picked to be put on that podcast. So it's, it's not just The Moth is a podcast, it's this charity, this storytelling charity and there's loads of different sort of strands of storytelling that come from it. But the way I got involved with it, like I said, was I started listening to it. And I learned that lots of these stories that I was listening to were coming from story slams, um, annual grand slams, things like that. So then at the end of at the end of 2017, I went 
to Australia for a year. I went, it was the second time I'd been, I'd been with my sister the year before for 12 months. And then I went back on my own at the end of like, uh, yeah, at the end of 2017. And I thought, oh, I wonder if they have store, the moth story slams in, in Australia. And I was, that second year, I was basing myself for the majority of the time in Melbourne. So, um, because they happen, the moth, the moth stuff happens like all over America. And the story slams in London, Zimbabwe, and it turns out Sydney and Melbourne. So I had a look and it said, ah. yeah, the story slams happening in um, Melbourne. So I went along and um, what you do is there'll be a theme for the night and you can, you either find it out on the night or you can like look into it before and it'll be on the website and stuff. And um, you put your name in the hat and 10 people get pulled out and you have to tell a five minute story that is yours, that is true. And that is obviously not offensive to anyone. And um, on the night, they make three teams of judges in the audience and they score your story. And whoever wins that night goes on to the annual Grand Slam. So I thought, oh, wow. yeah, it's, it's just amazing because you'll get themes such as like themes I've been involved with. Um, I've done one about age. I've done one about falling. That's the one I won that night. Um, and it's so interesting because obviously everybody's going to interpret it differently. Um, you know, they might interpret the word symbolically. They might interpret it literally. So you just don't know what sort of story you're going to get and you'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll go through so many emotions listening to one episode of the podcast or or going to one of the story slams. And so I just started going, I think I lived in Melbourne for about seven to seven, eight, nine months and I, I kept on going to the monthly nights um, and I started volunteering as well, got to know the staff a bit and it was just, just the best, some of the best time ever like oh wow it sounds awesome yeah yeah so it's amazing so I, I'm yeah I'm always telling people about the podcast and stuff because it is just unbelievable I remember um it wasn't the grand like the grand slam that I should have been in I couldn't make because I was back in the UK but there was the previous grand slam that I went to um and it was the theme of the night was when worlds collide and I remember this guy telling a story. I can't remember the sort of scientific words or anything, but he was a marine biologist. And he said that he was on a dive once and this seal came over and there was something about the water and the light and there was ice. And this seal did something like this movement and caused this beautiful thing to happen with the ice and the light and it was like the seal had sort of come to the guy and and sort of said I'm going to show you something really cool that no one else will probably ever see so oh wow so there was that and then you know which is kind of like spiritual and nature and things and then on the flip side there was this lady that told her when worlds collide story and that was more about she went on um a day out with a friend for a birthday when they were kids and she had the best day ever and they had a McDonald's and stuff and she was just so happy and at the end of the day 
the dad of the birthday girl took her home. He said, I want you to your door. She said, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. And he said, no, no, I insist, I insist. And the dad walked the girl to the door, knocked on, and then the little girl's dad answered and he was stinking of booze and he was, you know, it was just, I think the, the other dad could like smell cigarettes and everything and her interpretation of worlds colliding was a happy childhood experience versus her unhappy normal life experience oh, yeah, yeah. So she won it that night so that was that was amazing. Oh, wow. yeah so um yeah that was that was that was an amazing time yeah so my my falling story was I just there was like more to it like, I fell down some stairs but it was all the stuff around that that I'm assuming made me win because falling down the oh. stairs is not gonna win you a story and I think we'll do that all the time um but yeah so that was that was just mega that was I urge anyone to get involved if they can um do they, do they do them in this country yeah so they've got them in London and then the really cool thing was this one of the ladies got in touch with me from America wanting to put a night on in Manchester not a monthly one just like a one-off, which I hope would lead to a monthly Manchester night. And that was yeah. supposed to happen, oh, it was supposed to happen at the end of last year, but then it got moved to the end of this year. But then now, obviously, Corona, who knows when anything's going to happen. Yeah, uh, so that's true. As it stands, there's monthly story stands in London, in this country, but fingers crossed there's, there's more yeah. in the future. Oh, that sounds good. I like because I, obviously I love stand up and I love seeing live performance. Mm-hmm. So that sounds like a good sort of a bit. Like I imagine some people do funny things, and then like you say, some people do really emotive things. So that sounds really good. Oh yeah, absolutely incredible. And um, like for example, I was doing them. I sort of got into like a regular swing of doing it, and. I was unintentionally I was just telling my stories but people were laughing and it was it was really lovely I was really enjoying it all but then my last story that I told was a serious one and a lady came up to me at the end and she 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 came up really really close to me and she said I don't want my daughter to see you I don't want my daughter to see me speaking to you but thank you for telling your story because my daughter's going through that right now. And I just just, like, chokes me up even thinking about it now. Um, Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, so it's just incredible. You know, you you learn things or, you you know, like things you think, oh, wow, as if that job exists or as if you can go there and do that or you're laughing or you're crying and it's just, oh, it's just mega. Just absolutely mega. That sounds great. Yeah. So did you do that before you tried stand up? Was that made, what made you thought I'll give it a go? You're on it. You're on it. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> look at you, Plano. Um <laughs> yeah, like that Lorraine is, Kelly over that it. is it. Um I yeah, like I said, people were laughing. I was like, Oh, that's that's quite a nice occupational hazard. Um yeah. And then I came back to the UK and I remember being um sat in my 
sat in my mum and dad's kitchen one night because obviously I came back and I was just poor and confused and you know all the things yeah. traveling and you're like oh why am I trapped in a house again oh. um, so I then I, yeah. I got a bit I got a bit drunk it was a bit tragic in the kitchen on my own at my parents and then I googled <laughs> <laughs> I'm not proud of it um I googled like comedy courses or something and Silky's course came up and I just like banged him an email straight away because I thought if I don't do this now in this you know tipsy stupor then I don't know if I'll ever do it so I did that oh, on yeah. course, and off we went yeah so it was like um Silky's course it's it's not like this is how you are going to be funny it's just it's more like a tool it's more like yeah tools to be like oh this is how you can help write stuff or loosen up or generate generate the juices generate inspiration uh, <laughs> yeah that's the word yeah so yeah that's how it all wind up really um yeah oh that's really yeah. cool I like that yeah oh it's funny it's funny how things happen isn't it how you go from one thing to the next and then you look back and yeah like, oh, if that yeah. hadn't happened Just completely then unintentionally like I never thought of doing that but yeah comedy yeah what about you how did you get well, I, I'd been thinking about it for a while and then I just had this brainwave last year, like I'm just going to go for things that I want to do. And then um, one of my best friends got married in June last year and then just before she was like, can you do a, um, a little speech? Because obviously it's always men that do speeches, isn't it? Mm. And she was, like, oh, she was like, oh, you're funny, you do one. And I was like, oh, I can't, I can't. And then I just literally knocked it together like two nights before, quickly just scribbled it down. And then I did it, and then I got really good feedback after because people were laughing. And I was like, "Oh, I've got a taste for it now." Yes, it's it. <laughs> I just, and I thought, "Oh yeah, I'm going to do this definitely." And just, I just, I've been encouraging everybody to do things, and I just think if you want to try something, whatever it is, just, as long as it's not hurting anyone, mm-hmm. just, <laughs> just go for it. No, definitely, you might as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's that, like, um, you've got to not think about it as well too much, haven't you? Because, yeah. for me, I think a lot of... There has been times in the past where I've started thinking, and it's like, no, don't don't think, just do. Yeah. Just do. Yeah. Like, a quick reassessment, oh, yeah. and then just do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, I sometimes feel like I'm going to be sick before I go on stage. Really? Oh, man! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what makes you what makes you you know walk on the stage how do you get over that feeling um oh I don't know actually I just I, I I think I've got this thing in my head that if I tell myself I'm going to do something I have to do it Brilliant. and and I'll just be really annoyed I just keep thinking how annoyed I'd be after if I'd got home and I was like oh I didn't do it yeah because you're absolutely buzzing when you've done something like that, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. It is amazing. Yeah. And it's nice. You just meet so many nice people. And um, I think everybody should find their thing. So I'm just trying to encourage everyone to get, well, I say get out there. Don't at the minute. But <laughs> when, when we can. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. And you've been, you've been, um, so while you've been at home, you've been growing some veg. Oh, Mill, I'm all over it. 
I flipping love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, me and my <laughs> my sister and I have um, we've we've lived. This is like our second year of of living where we live. And last year we we tried growing beds, and because uh, at mum and dad's there isn't. Well, there's always. I know you can always grow something somewhere, can't you? But we never tried before. Yeah. And then um, yeah, so we started growing beds last year. And I just, I just went berserk and I planted so much stuff. And my sister, <laughs> she was shouting at me all the time. She was like, stop it. We've only got so much room. Why are you even growing that? We don't even eat that. This, that, and the other. Like, <laughs> all over the place. Um, <laughs> and then, so this year, I've had to be a bit more tactical. So fortunately, she, she was on furlough for a few weeks. But she's gone back to work now. So I'm like, tactical planting when she's not in like, <laughs> and she'll be like where did this spinach come from I'm like what spinach I don't know <laughs> yeah I've been doing um I've been doing yoga I've been I've jumped on that oh. bandwagon but it's something I've wanted to do for years like committedly and I'm finally doing it in a committed oh that's time. good yeah that um, yeah I actually want to get into yoga yeah well have you heard of um that Adrienne lady she's from Murica. And she does like 30 days of yoga with Adrienne. Oh, I don't know if someone was telling me about oh, that. What, what? Yeah, I'm going to have to. Is it free? It's free. Yeah, it's free. YouTube. Oh. Um, and she's just like my best friend. I love her so much. <laughs> <laughs> she so nice. And I know that how she feels about me too, you know. So it's really, <laughs> it's really nice. She's made it just for you. I think so. Yeah, so if you can't yeah. get to it, ask me and I'll speak to her and I and I'll, I'll let you in on the I'll let you in on the hype. Yeah. I'll have a look. That sounds good. I need to get limber. Oh yeah, for you and uh you and the husband. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we're locked up, we'll get a bit limber. Well, thank you very much for being a um a guest on my show. Thank you for having me. It's been lovely. Oh, good. Any plans for the rest of the day? Um, probably crack on with these uh emergency Kinder chocolate sticks. I think. And oh, yeah, nice one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Um, yeah, it's not a lot really. I'm just just eating as well. <laughs> I just I need. I need to get a hobby that isn't eating. I don't think any of this. I'm going to actually, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this Ad- Adrian yoga. Adrian, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the yoga. Yeah. Do it, do it. Do you want me? I'll send you the link. Do you want me to send you the link? Oh, that's what I'll do. Yeah, please, I'll yeah. Do. I'll just keep pestering you. I'll send you a link. That sounds good. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to get limber. All right, thanks a lot. You're so welcome. See you soon. See you later. Bye. Thank you very much for listening to this week's Tea with the Morale Queen with me, your Morale Queen, Millie Armstrong-Clark. And thanks a lot to my guest Sadie Berry for joining me. Don't forget, you can review and subscribe on whichever platform you're listening to this on. And you can follow me at Mill Comedy on Instagram and Twitter. Now go stick the kettle on. See you next time. Bye.